1: What happens when you put a career-focused woman with two kids trying to balance home and work life in a room with a microphone? Lots of laughter, tears, and great advice. I'm Jill Devine, and welcome to Two Kids and a Career. My guest this week is Katie Fitzpatrick, and this is her second time joining the Two Kids and a Career podcast. She joined me in Season 1, Episode 11, along with Annie Fry. The two have a radio show where Annie is the host and Katie is the executive producer. Their radio show is in news talk format on the FM side. Locally can be heard in St. Louis on ninety seven one. I encourage you to check out that episode. It was really, really good. I enjoyed talking to you, Katie and Annie. And one thing we learned in that episode, you don't have kids, but... As it is known, I don't discriminate. I have all kinds of different people on this podcast. One of your co-workers, Rachel Zimmerman, she doesn't have kids, and she was on episode five in season one. But there was something that you and I did talk about in the halls that you thought, hmm, I think this might be a good subject matter. And that subject matter, marriage and friends. So you are still considered a newlywed. You've been married a little over a year, but you have some concerns about where your certain friendships are going now that you're married. Right. So I'm 26
2: years old. And like Jill just mentioned, I got married last year. So at the time I was 25. And for people my age, I think, we are starting to get married at 25, but then when I meet people in their 30s or maybe in their mid-30s, they're like, that's pretty young. Wow. that That's a really young age to get married. My husband and I have been dating for a very long time, seven years. We dated whenever we were in high school, and then we went all throughout college dating. But our friendships were really strong because... In those periods of of life, we were really growing with one another and growing with our friends, meeting new friends, having new experiences. And when you're 18 through 22, there's a lot of life that you learn in those few oh, short yeah. years with your peers. And we really embraced that. And we never forgot about our friends. And we tried our hardest to include our friends in everything that David and I did together. But then once you get married, there's a certain level of difference that happens Once you do make those vows with your significant other and there's sacrifices that you make with other friendships that I didn't realize a title would change
1: so much between me and some friendships that I have. Give me one example. I mean, I I want to just start blurting stuff out, but (laughs) I want an example of something that really hit you. What was at least one thing? So I don't do this often anymore But if my
2: girlfriends want to go out and uh, many of my girlfriends are single and if they want to go out and I say, you know, I'm just not really doing that right now. It's 1030. My husband's going to be coming home from work. Uh, I think I'm going to stay in. I'm going to enjoy a nice meal with my husband. Hang out. That's what I'm going to do tonight. Lots of my friends are like, that's not the Katie I know. That's not the Katie that I'm used to. The Katie that I know is going to go out. It's going to be a free spirit. And let me tell you, I still am that girl. But there's a lot more of a, a ex- explanation, I guess I would have to say. I have to explain myself a lot more and these differences that I'm coming into in this in this marriage that I really didn't have to explain before. And in college, when you have a boyfriend, you're like, well, OK, my boyfriend's going to go stay in and play video games with his friends and I'll go out with my girlfriends and that's that. But now that I'm married and I say, maybe I don't want to do that. There's a lot more push from my friends like, what? Why? Why don't you want to do that? And then the minute that I say, well, I just want to chill with my husband. They're like, hmm, that's not that's not the girl I know. That's not the girl I know. And so these these relationships, I think, are starting to it's not many of my girlfriends, but some relationships are definitely changing with this new title that I have with my husband. And I think it's an important thing that I sustain relationships and I have my independence, but that my friends also become acclimated with me being a wife.
1: If those friends don't want to know Katie as the wife, then they don't need to be a part of Katie's life. Mm -hmm. And that's hard to accept. I feel like you go in different parts of your life and and certain people are put into your life at certain points for certain reasons. And you might be with them nonstop for X amount of months, X amount of years. And then something switches and it shifts and it changes. And it doesn't mean that you love that person less. It just means things are different. Mm -hmm. And I've especially learned that with having kids. So I'm 42 And when I was your age, I did all those things. I see myself now with my two young ones, and this is a really great topic that we're bringing up. A lot of my friends have older kids or their kids are mm, second, third grade or even in high school or even in college because Brian and I started later. But I want to enjoy my family. Mm -hmm. I want to come home. I want to be with them. I don't want to go out. I know that sometimes I need a girl's night out, sure, but I just want to be with them. Mm-hmm. And I feel like I'm OK with that because I did all these fun things before mm-hmm. and I am OK with it. Not everybody else is OK with it. And so when you told me just a little bit ago, you felt like you had some explaining to do. I, I the wise Jill's yes, like, you don't have any explaining to do, but I also get it. Because I kind of see me a little bit in you as far as you want to maintain those relationships and you want those individuals to know that you still care and and you want to be there. But it's just a different time in your life. And I
2: think a lot of it has to do with personality. I know I'm speaking for myself, but I'm I have a tendency to be a people pleaser. Yes, so do I. So whenever it comes to these friendships that I hold so dear and so close to my heart, I don't want to be hurting their feelings. And even though they're my very best friends in the world and they're very understanding, I don't want to be hurting their feelings and making them feel like our friendship is going to somehow disappear now that I'm married. Since it's so early in my marriage now, trying to find that balance that you were talking about with like, you know what? Sometimes I deserve a girl's night. Mm -hmm. Sometimes I want to go out with my girls, get dressed up, have a nice dinner, listen to loud music, throw a couple back. Have a good time. And my husband can do whatever he'd like to do with his guy friends. But 90% of the time, your girl's going to be staying home with her husband because this is, we just
1: got married a year ago. It doesn't matter if you got married a year ago or 10 years ago, Katie, if that's what you want to do. Yeah. And again, it's easy for me to say this because I'm 42 and I'm still working on it. I am a people pleaser too, but I am learning that I have to... Take care of me. And, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, reading these Rachel Hollis books Mm -hmm. and people be like, oh, my God, you're on this cult. You're on this. No, it's all it's all these things that I realized that I was doing to myself. I was suppressing my happiness to make sure that I didn't upset somebody by not coming to the birthday party or Mm -hmm. coming to the happy hour. And trying to fit everything in three yes. things in one day. And I had to finally get to the point where I was like, no, I can't do that. And I still struggle. I still write down things in my calendar. And I'm like, OK, you, you can't make that work. And you just got to say it. No, this happened not too long ago to me. I have a friend. Our kids are pretty much the same age. And her daughter's first birthday party was on a Saturday. Every intention of going had the gift, had everything figured out. It was a Saturday where Brian had to work. It was the first Saturday where I had the whole day to not do anything because I had a really busy work week leading up to that Saturday and things at night. It just was a a busy time. And it was one of those days where the girls were kind of acting up or cranky. And it just, it wasn't great. And I didn't go to the party later on in the day. After I knew the party was over, I sent her a text and I said, I'm really sorry. I am a bad friend and yeah, I I didn't make it. I have a gift for your daughter that I would like to give to her and I'm sorry. And she said, is everything okay? It's completely okay. I said, yeah, everything's okay. Bad day. Bad day.
2: And I think that something that I realized whenever... You get married, is that you're turning over a new chapter in your life. And that's a cliche. People can say that to you all day long, but you don't get it until it actually happens to you. And that new chapter of my life involves a mortgage, it involves, you know, a grown up full time job, it involves conversations of family, you know, with between me and my husband. It involves, Getting a new dishwasher or some these things that you never thought about in your early, early 20s when you were in college, having a good old time. And now you're with a significant other making these life decisions. And it's not that I'm ahead of my girlfriends in any way, shape or form no. or having. But our lives are in different places. And there's so many things that we have in common still. But there are so many differences. And that was something, a pill that I had to swallow along with my best friends. And we all had to come to the realization that like what I'm experiencing and what I'm doing as a married woman, there's a lot of priorities that I have to put in check before I even think about spending money and having a Friday night with you guys. And
1: it's it's it is what it is. So I am going to flip it for a minute. Play the devil's advocate. Because I was the single one for so long. But I didn't let that stop me from even just going out with them and their significant others. But when it came to, hey, do you want to come over here? Or do I go with a new single friend that I met? I'm going to probably go with the single friend because I'm I'm single. Yep. And then they started having kids. And I, I didn't understand why they wouldn't call me back. I didn't understand why it took forever to even get a conversation going and I can say now I I understand exactly what happened during those times I mean seriously at home with kids it can go from quiet to mass craziness <laughs> in 10 seconds literally in 10 seconds I could be texting you Katie and just I hit send and you responded back and I can't get to it for another Five hours or two days because it's just insane. (laughs) Time becomes irrelevant. You just go with it. Right. But what I have learned, and this is where I'm hoping to maybe help you or maybe have you see something. I would say there are five of us that are the core best friends. Two of them I've known since I was three. The one since we were in sixth grade and the one in seventh grade. And it's the five of us. Those are still my best friends now. But at times, right out of high school and in the middle of college and the middle of their early 20s when they were getting married, there were definite times we didn't talk as much, but it's always looped back around to them. Now, there's been a lot of girls in between that we've shared some really great special moments with some some years, some months, but they're not my five. And so that's what I'm hoping for you. I'm hoping I don't think I had those really tough conversations with them. And I wish they would have had those tough conversations with me. Like, Jill, we love you. And we do. It's just different. And as hard as it is here to hear that as the single person, as hard as it is to hear that my best friend wants to choose her husband over hanging out with me because I just had a bad date, if it's meant to be as part of that chapter in my life, it worked out. And I think the, and you're totally right. It's like...
2: These these women have been my rocks through a lot of my life experiences. As a 26-year-old, I know I haven't lived a lot of life <laughs> you have, but my 26 years of life, a lot of these women have been so involved in what I do and helped me make decisions, really tough decisions, and I love them unconditionally. And I am fortunate enough to have to have these conversations with them and just say You know, look. I know it's not easy to hear, but my husband's going to be my number one. It's it's not easy, but that's the way it is. That's the way we all recognize that. And I I just never thought that marriage would be the thing that is like, whoa, Katie's really doing her own thing, and it is. And I'm not. I I think why I brought this topic. to mind whenever I was speaking with you earlier was because it is something that a lot of first year marriage people don't talk about married couples don't talk about how there's turbulation in trials and tribulation with your friendships mm-hmm. that you have to go through along with your first year of marriage and um, it, it was just one of those things that it really opened my eyes to like you're saying true Undeniable love and friendship that you have to experience with these other people and there's a lot of trust and uh, My husband's going through something like that. It's a little bit easier for men. Yeah, absolutely (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) But for women, it's a lot of conversations that we have to have with our friends Well, and you're the it sounds like you're the first of your group. to Do this there there's one other girl, but she's up in Kansas City so she's having a slightly different experience, and she's also pregnant right now. So mm. she's having maybe more of a tough time. Yeah. But here in St. Louis, I'm the first of my girlfriends.
1: So that's hard, because you are the first, mm-hmm. and I was the last. Mm-hmm. It is hard. It's a different life. When it comes down to it, and I, and I think part of the problem, too, is with women, even when you make that vow to be married, we've always said... Our friendships are more important than any man. Because, that's what we're
2: told from. Yes. The, that's what we've
1: been told from the beginning. But when you make the choice to get married, regardless of whatever, that's your number one. And that's what anyone who wants a relationship, that's who they should make number one, too. Because you're going home to your husband every day. You're not going home to your friends every day. Right. Right. It's just something to think about. Oh, yeah, absolutely. That's
2: that's 100 percent right. And my friends really love my husband because they've known him pretty much throughout our whole entire relationship. So they really, really love and they respect my husband. It's just different. They're like, we need to spend time together. And I get it. And I love them. But it's an experience that I'm going through that I'm like, I didn't think that I was going. I didn't think it was going to happen. I Do you talk to was- your husband about
1: this? I mean, in depth about? Um, yeah. I, yeah,
2: probably not, you know, not all the time, but definitely we talk about it. Definitely. And um, it's one of those, he's very understanding and he knows that I am a social butterfly. I am a 100% extrovert and he knew what he married. So he understands it, but he's also someone that's very much like, you need to slow your roll, take a minute to think and do what you want to do because we're a team. You and I are a team and we love one another. And that has to be our we need to be number one with one another. He's
1: a smart ass dude. <laughs> well, communication is key. I yeah. mean, it, and I that's always you get so angry. You're like, oh, it's the best advice you can give to the new married couple, new married couple, existing married couple, old married couple. It's communication and it's constant work. We're constant work. We're constant, you know, men and women are wired so different and you can't even begin to try to tap into it. But communication is exactly what it is. Mm -hmm. It's got to be makes your marriage thrive. It's what makes you feel good. It's what makes him feel good. I mean, really, it really, truly is. And then if you do decide to add kids to it, you've got to make that happen, too. I mean, you have to communicate. So you guys got married
2: a little bit later on in life was this still an issue whenever you your first year of marriage where your girlfriends like already settled down like you said you were more of the last Mm -hmm. person of your friendship group where they already settled down and they were like all right girl we started our families yeah
1: so out of all of them they all have kids and probably the oldest is going into sixth or seventh grade and the youngest is just turned five And it's fun for them now with my two babies because they get the babies again. But yeah, they they have been well on their way. They're like, we know what we know what it was like. We know we know exactly what it was like and how hard it is. And now one of the girls, which it's uh, it's hard for her because she just got divorced. So she's the single one and the rest of us are with either Boyfriends or husbands. So that's a little difficult for her, too, because she's not interested in dating. Mm -hmm. So you're trying to balance that as well. Mm -hmm. And that's that's a whole nother hard story, because I don't want to go kick it on a Saturday (laughs) night. I don't. (laughs) So I'm just like, "Mm." I don't want to. I'm going to be in my Snuggie. Right. I want to cuddle my babies because I am in that point where they were, where they were at this point years ago. I'm here and then eventually I'm going to get caught up Mm -hmm. and I'm going to be like, oh, the kids don't even want me. They don't want me to hang around. I want to do a girls night and hopefully they'll still be there for the girls night. I I would hope they would be. Mm -hmm. I'm just in different stages. And friendship is
2: still so important. It is to a married woman. It is still so important. And like you said, Jill, earlier, and I'm just reiterating because I think it's such a great point just because. The season of life that you're in with your girlfriends right now as a married woman, you don't see them maybe as often. You don't get to hang out maybe as often. Maybe there's not the text messages and the phone calls and the constant communication. But when there is that communication and when you do get together with them... You're going hard with your girls. It you fills love your them. soul. Yes. yes. You love them and you appreciate them and you appreciate the time that you guys have with one another. And I think that that's really important. And that's something that I cherish about the friendships that I have is that I, I love these girls. We're in different seasons of life mm-hmm. and we're not always going to be playing catch up with one another. Maybe right now we are, but there's so much love that we have and so much experience that we've had between one another. That just because I can't make it out on that Friday
1: night doesn't mean I love you any less. And if I could give any piece of information or advice to your single friends, don't be jealous. It is a nasty trait. I'm still working on that. I'm much better than I was before, but I would be jealous or I would be angry. Like, why aren't they texting me back and why aren't they choosing me? Don't do it. Because in the end, you want that friendship and you want that person to be there at the end of the day because there is nothing better than that. There's nothing better than being able to call or text your best friend in the deepest and darkest of times and there be no judgment and no anger or resentment. Just don't like I'm talking to your friends, Katie, you have to be there for her and you have to listen to her, and you have to love her, and you have to love her husband, and you just know you're going to understand one day. Thanks, Jill. It's an emotional journey for me. <laughs> you can pay me on your way out. I'm good with that at all. I'm really no therapy I know, with Jill. I know what you're going through, and I know what your friends are going through, so it'll work out. It just patience and time. Mm-hmm. That's beautiful. I don't know if there's anything more to be said. We won't say any more. Done. That's That's the cue to wrap it up, Katie. (laughs) Bye. Thank you for joining me for today's episode. Make sure you subscribe, rate, and if you're feeling really generous, write me a review and don't forget to join me next week for a new episode of Two Kids and a Career. (sighs)
0: Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact.